Hi everybody, it's Joey Remini here from Seeking Balance Australia and I am really pleased to introduce you to my good friend Wendy. So hi Wendy. Hi, how are you Joey? I'm really well and I'm really excited to be talking about the topic of trauma today. And I feel it's a topic that we don't often allow ourselves to talk about too much. Not only because we don't want to upset people, but also we don't want to feel uncomfortable in ourselves. And I want to introduce you all to Wendy. And Wendy works with Tension and Trauma Release Exercises, TRE. And I actually met Wendy 20 years ago, uh, which is quite a long time. And I was a teenager at the time and we were traveling in Byron Bay and being kids, I had injuries and shoulder injuries and I just kind of entered my yoga exploration days. And I remember I was mucking around with Wendy's kids and I was telling Wendy about my shoulder, which I'd hurt when I was 12, I believe. And that was my first experience of Bowen therapy, which was, you know, I suppose a little introduction for me into healing and these very gentle modes of healing different to, I suppose, aggressive massages or adjustments or medications or um, other types of healing that might be a little bit more full on. And I, I suppose I've always been quite sensitive. So that's how we met. It was really in the healing realm. And I was in awe of Wendy. I remember feeling you were a white witch and you had this gentle wisdom. And that, that perception hasn't changed in 20 years. So it's a real delight to be sharing Wendy's wisdom with you all and for everyone listening I just want to acknowledge that probably all of us have experienced some form of trauma in our life at some point in time and no matter how small the trauma or how um, you know devastating large the impact has been all trauma deserves respect and deep acknowledgement and love. So I just want to say that if any part of this call triggers people, I really hope that you have support that you can turn to and I encourage you to do that because you have nothing to be ashamed of and we're all here together. So I just want to kind of start off by saying the T word, trauma. Let's talk a bit about it and how we can heal it. So Wendy, do you want to introduce your personal introduction to healing and trauma and all of that? Well, my personal introduction to healing came through, for many years I was a nurse and I was looking at other ways to help people have ease in their body and to feel comfortable in themselves. And so I started a journey learning massage and then a few years down the track then discovered Bowen therapy, which to me was the epitome of um just such a beautiful, beautiful modality to help people um, calm their nervous system, relax muscle tension and just to learn to feel more grounded in their body and more comfortable in their body. And I just realised we have quite a few international listeners who may not have heard of Bowen because I know it started in Australia. So yes. do you want to just give a little tiny synopsis of what it looks like and feels like for people who might not have might not have heard of it before? So Bowen therapy is a modality where you do specific moves and challenges. You take a skin slack and a challenge over the belly of the muscle or in 
in sometimes over tendons and, and bony areas and you release that challenge and you have influence on the fascia and through releasing the fascia and allowing more movement through the fascia and fluid exchange, you um, have a really big impact on blood flow, nerve function, mm. proprioception, interoception in the body. And it's a beautiful, beautiful modality to um, relax your body, give your body ease and balance it. And I can definitely say I've experienced that. And, and you know, for those of you who are watching the video, it's kind of like they, they roll a thumb or fingers. Oh, I just felt a twinge when I did that. Over certain parts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's different to massage, which which is kind of like go, 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 go. This is much more like a little tweak here and it's in very specific patterns. It's in specific patterns, specific areas and there's rest times in between and you just slowly work through the body on a global sense and yeah. have impact in that way. And so whilst it did begin in Geelong, Mm -hmm. actually in Australia it had and back in the late 50s and early 60s it actually has been taught probably I think it's available in about 35 countries now mm. uh, roughly so it's really spread worldwide so perhaps people have heard of it perhaps not but I would encourage them to investigate it and yeah. give it a go and talk a little bit about how that then progressed into studying trauma and tension release and the the, pro the healing and processing at the, the the trauma the body holds yeah well with the bowen therapy often i would get relaxation and release of muscular tension patterns in people and then people a lot of people would feel that ease and an issue would resolve and they wouldn't return in a hurry but there would be certain people who would come back regularly and they seemed to fall back into a chronic tension pattern. And it, it sort of made me curious why that was happening, what was going on and what was bringing them back to that chronic tension mm. continuously. And also personally, I had an old back injury nursing, but I had similar tension patterns that would wind my body up in contraction and make me feel uncomfortable and anxious and unsettled. Um, so I then discovered TRE and that was through my Bowen network. There was um, a fellow Richmond Heath who's a physiotherapist and also practised well, Bowen therapy at the time and he was beginning to teach this tension and trauma release therapy and it's, it originated with David Baselli. And so through our association, he was putting out a little bit of information and I thought this might be the thing that is helpful to people. If I understand a little bit more about trauma, what's going on in the body, how it impacts on the body, I thought I would understand some of these clients who come with chronic tension that doesn't resolve for a long time. And that's really interesting because it's quite similar with vertigo and tinnitus. So what I was saying with Wendy is when we experience a sudden onset of vertigo and tinnitus, that in itself can be quite traumatic. It's a real shock. Absolutely. And it's really fascinating that when you are working in this and seeing thousands of people, I noticed, you know, why do some people naturally recover, kind of give them six weeks and they naturally bounce back and that's it, done? And yes. other people get lodged in a chronic pattern of cycles yes. and they can't seem to break it. Absolutely. And 
So there's this kind of thing of what's going on inside the body and, and what's the body holding and what's the pattern. And so yeah. that's a really big part of the the 12-week process and the rock steady and beautiful balance journeys that I explore with people. So mm. in this pattern holding, I'd really love to talk about the anatomy. So the nervous system, muscles, tendons, like this idea of chronic patterns. So do you want to speak at that piece a bit? And I'm sure this is really part of the TRE training. Would that be right? It is part of the TRE training and hopefully I can encapsulate it in a small um, <laughs> and concise way that people can understand. So it, it, most people have heard of the fight, flight and freeze. Mm -hmm. um, our protective mechanism, which is very autonomic. It happens without our control when we're um, confronted with um, a traumatic situation or we've got a fright or we're anxious. Mm -hmm. Even in this situation, for me, public speaking is quite a challenge mm -hmm. and, and rings some bells. So the, the body in response to that anxiety or stress or trauma will respond in exactly the same way so that sympathetic nervous system will switch on mm -hmm. and it automatically sends out hormones the cortisol the adrenaline which and it happens in seconds your, your big psoas muscle contracts through up through your body your adductors your inner thighs your neck muscles, everything, so that you almost pull in and create a safe haven, a protective haven for your soft underbelly. And just so people have a visual for that, the, the psoas and the muscles Wendy was talking about was around the pelvis. So if you think about the fetal position and crawling up in that bent knee position, I mean, that exactly. would be the extreme version of that fight, flight, freeze response. So yeah, we can get mini versions right. of that driving the car, you know? Mm. That's right. So when your body then pulls in, you've got the hormones surging around your body, you initially prepare for like your heart starts pounding, the blood goes away from your digestive system to your large muscles, to your lungs, to your heart, to your, to your legs, ready to run if you can from the situation or fight your way out, you know, you get ready to protect yourself. And, and in some situations when that's not possible and that can be when you're a little child and you don't have that capacity to protect yourself, you go inward even more and, and go into a bit of a freeze or dissociate um, protective state. Now, all those states are, are super, super important insofar as they keep you safe. So that's they're not... They're normal. Yeah. Yeah, they're absolutely normal and they're absolutely a necessary evolutionary way of protecting ourselves. So it's perfectly, um, your body's doing the right thing to try to protect you. And now from my understanding of, of the studies that have been done, the trauma or the, or the chronic tension patterns tend to stay in your body if you don't integrate that afterwards. Now, a lot of research has been done with animals after an event where they've had to flee from a lion, say a deer fleeing from a lion, or in a situation where they've been attacked. Afterwards, they will go through a tremor, a natural tremor mechanism. Now, evolutionarily wise, if, if we didn't need that tremor mechanism anymore, we wouldn't have it. But it sets up a way for our body to discharge that, that hormone charge and also relax the muscles. So if sometimes we don't 
allow that and learn to switch that off, that tension and, and to discharge the hormones, you tend to keep wired to keep, keep that contraction and the body doesn't let it go and that can create a pattern of a holding pattern basically in your body where if you don't come down to relaxation after that you, um, your window of tolerance narrows a little bit. So yeah. each time that happens narrows a little bit. So the TRE, um, the tension and trauma release, um, process is actually designed through teaching a series of exercises to help you um, befriend that tremor mechanism that we all have inside us that we often tend to put aside or shut down because it makes us feel vulnerable, makes us feel uncomfortable. We don't want people to see we're frightened. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just want to like reiterate that this idea of chronic stress or underlying stress is actually really common in today's society. Even things like being worried about, you know, getting the train or tram on time, being, um, you know, going to job interviews. Or for me, I actually get the fight, flight, freeze from watching shows like Game of Thrones. Like as much as they're gripping stories and, you know, amazing they, programs, yeah. they, they make my body seize up. And, so they do. and then I get nauseated, I don't sleep as well, and so my whole system is firing from a TV program. Yep. So this is actually quite, it's, it's a normal process, except in the modern world, our old animal instincts aren't necessarily being put in the right places. Yes. And the other thing I wanted to put forth is we're talking about a physical holding. So this is it not is. talk therapy. This is no. actually going, okay, my body's locked up, my digestion's not working because all of my blood flows moved to my muscles. My body's getting prepared to either run or freeze or dissociate. And yep. I've got all these hormones moving through my body, which are healthy, but I don't need them. So what am I going to do? And this is the process that a TRA specialist can teach you to go through. So yep. do you want to maybe talk through what that could look like or what it's felt like for you in your experience or in your clinic? So people can get a feel for what healing trauma in the body might look before, during and after? So it's an ongoing process. It's not a quick fix process. It's a matter of learning to invite those um, the tremors in through a series of exercises. So I'd take you through a series of exercises and that will fatigue the core muscles and then... Um, through fatiguing the core muscles, then we learn a process where you allow the muscles to invite, like you invite the tremors in. Say if you're a runner, a marathon runner, or you're doing a lot of stairs, or you've been mountain, you know, climbing a mountain to the top of a lookout, and you get to the top and your legs start tremoring. Yep. Because you've exerted that energy and they're fatigued. So you've put them through a trauma. So trauma isn't a... It, it can be many facets, not just a huge, um, you know, or situation. Yeah. or like it, it can be an accident, it can be an abuse, like physical abuse, or it can be bullying in the, in the playground. It can be trauma through physical trauma if you're a sports person and you're out there playing a football game and afterwards your body's been, you know, bruised and battered and... Exactly. and 
Yeah, so you can use the tremoring to really relax down the muscle contractions. And so I teach you how to use that. And it's not a talk therapy, as you said, at all. It's about sitting in your body, learning to sense. And that's a lot of what you do through your work with your tinnitus and vertigo people is to help them sit in their body and sit in that, that discomfort and and titrate in it, not sit in it for too long if it feels uncomfortable, but acknowledge it, accept it, and then have a rest from it. And so I teach people to trust their body and feel it has that innate ability to unwind the tension patterns and to heal. Our bodies do. We give, like, we're amazing animals. We have that capacity to self-heal in many ways. And this is something I wanted to bring forth to the conversation because I think often, and I know I felt this myself, you know, many years ago, this feeling of being stuck. It's like, oh, this is what I'm born with. I can't change anything, you know. I've just got to deal with it or live with it. But then once I began to become curious about my body mm. and through the yoga process when I was younger, I, I mean, I was never incredibly ambitious but I pushed myself really hard because I just loved it and I was learning and I was enthusiastic but then as I got older and I really started to ease off I noticed I got much more dramatic changes to my physical body by being gentle and by being more observational and not pushing and kind of being headstrong but rather really responding to what I was feeling and honoring that yes I've done TRE with Wendy, which is how I learned about it. And once I learned about it, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Sometimes I tremor in yoga poses. I'll be doing a warrior pose or a headstand or a shoulder standing just in my normal daily practice. And I'll have like tremors, like they're very visible tremors. And I feel a bit embarrassed about them. And I'm like, oh. And Wendy said, no, no, just stay there. Just let your body tremor. It's a natural release. Your body's, you know. Needing to do and, and, and wanting to do. Yeah, so I, I do that now and it's a really nice process to not have to run away from things or to not judge the body and to really step into that place of trust. But mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm tremoring out, but something's tremoring out, so I'll just let that happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... um, it's it, Look, tremoring mm-hmm. in and shaking in the diagnostic statistical um, medical or mental health um volume the thick volume has a lot of mentions but usually always in a symptomatic way but very little research done on there has been a lot on animals but very little research done on how therapeutic the tremoring can be and in the process of learning it myself personally it's uh, you know, four years ago, I wouldn't have been sitting here talking to you um, in an interview. I would freeze. I would not be able to speak. So even now, it's a it's quite a challenge for me. And personally, when I went to learn the TRE, I I went with the notion to have help for my clients. And when I was there and doing the first three-day workshop, I was so taken aback by how my body was responding. And I have a history 
everybody has a history of traumas and challenges in their lives. That's quite normal. It's mm. it's part of life. Mm. And there were things I hadn't addressed. And in the tremoring, no one knew that. And I, the beauty was I didn't have to go to a story at all. Yeah. I just observed my body. But there were things that my body did and awareness of tension patterns through my throat mm -hmm. where my my issues came when I was a child. So as a child, I didn't have, I had some memory, not clear memory, but you don't have the words readily when things happen as a child. And so my throat and the voice and my voice was a big thing for me. Like I had a lot of restriction there and a lot of holding back. And so in that three-day workshop, I was so taken by learning about my body and what it was holding that I had really hidden from and I thought oh I'll blow this I'm not learning this for the <laughs> I'm learning this for me and so that took me on a journey a self-discovery journey to see how it could help me and from there then I began to teach it yeah it's just an amazing miracle isn't it and I think there's so much about the body that we can learn and especially yes. as we begin to open up our curiosity and and spend time in that process mm. of listening. In the, it's mm. just like getting to know any friend, you know, the more you meet up with them and say, hi, how are you going, the more you learn about them. Exactly. But I was thinking like there's also this huge unknown and so sometimes when we're going through um, healing traumas and I know with my clients in the vertigo and tinnitus recovery process, often there will be when they're in that, that space of feeling, memories will come to them and they'll say to me, oh, I don't know about that, I don't know, it's just silly, it's silly, it's like, oh, I'm just getting this image or I'm just getting this or that and I'm like, that, that's honour that. Like whatever you're noticing is coming to you for a reason. The body is an intelligent being. And it is it's a very intelligent being. Not always logical, it's not always rational, it's not always rainbows and unicorns and everything feel good, happy. And this process of listening and learning is often incredibly rewarding mm. and it helps bring us closer to ourselves. And yes. Do you want to speak on that a little bit? Obviously, you learned a lot about yourself through the process and have you noticed that with clients? Yes, I've noticed that with clients as well, very much so. Um, it's a matter of it's, it, what you're doing with your clients also, it's, it's, you encourage people to acknowledge those little snippets of memory that you don't understand, those little snippets of something that is confusing and, in, and, and we get fearful and we push it away. But I know you very much acknowledge, you say, just, ex, you know, accept it, acknowledge it and, and it can release because if you keep pushing things away, it's like putting a lid on everything and it and it comes back and it wants to um, it wants to be heard it wants to be seen it wants to be noticed and there's such a link between our body and our mind health and mm. talk therapy is good um, but if you don't address the body and and what it's holding and and the memory that it's that it has and there's a lot of research nowadays on on how the body holds the memory. Bessel van der Kolk is a person yeah. you read, The Body Keeps the Score. It's fascinating reading how we lock a lot of that in there, but helping to release it 
helps you to sit in yourself more readily and yeah. accept yourself more readily. And I've I don't seen, know if I answered the question. I might have gone off track. but No, it's, it's, we're all saying whatever we need to say. Yeah. Um, but this embodied cognition is an amazing thing and that's the brain and the body are inherently, they're, they're communicating, they're, they're connected, they're talking up and down. Even me moving my arms now, you know, my brain and my arms are in communication. And I think we forget how much knowledge the body is actually holding. And sometimes we think the brain is just one isolated part of us that has this computer style function, but actually we're learning now that it's much more interconnected and there's a lot science is still catching up with. But what I was going to say is I have seen clients go through profound healing and some of their traumas were, were a really big deal, um, quite significant and, um, you know, and, they, and they'd been sitting with that black box for years. Some of them mm. had done 20 years of talk therapy. So it had been a, a, an acknowledged trauma. And, and when I work with clients, I often say, look, you don't even have to tell me the details. The details, it's not a talking thing. We're just feeling and we're navigating. Yes. And so, so we go through this process of gentleness and curiosity and kindness compassion and we give the body what it needs and what it's asking for and the actual traumatic story itself doesn't need to be revisited it doesn't need to be spoken about so the healing can come in in a really different way because the body has a different language to the mind and i think that's what yeah and i think that's where we have to be able to be multimodal so um yeah so i'm just feeling like maybe for some closing words, Wendy, do you have, well, anything lastly that you want to put forth, but especially any wise wisdom you have for anyone out there listening who's, who's thinking like, oh, you know, I'm a bit nervous. I think I probably am full of traumas. I'm like this right now. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to talk about it. I'm like, ooh. What words of wisdom would you have to say to someone who's a bit nervous about healing and about moving forwards? You know, any, any little nugget. Any little nugget, what I, was, what I would say is to befriend your body, trust your body. It knows innately what's going on inside, what the tension patterns are, what's out of balance. And if you, there are a lot of resources out there. What you offer is tremendous in so far as people learning to befriend their body, to sit in their body with comfort. In, you know, first in small little increments and then more and more comfortable as they begin to feel safe. And it's about finding that safety in your body and looking for the resources that people offer that will help you find that in a gentle, in a gentle way. Yeah, and I think also for those of you out there who have a belief system that I suppose believes in oneness and the whole like I do, Maybe even just trusting that when you're ready, the right person will come to you or the right thing will come to you mm. and you'll feel that readiness of like, yes, okay, I, I think me and my body are going to do this and we feel safe here. So mm. I think mm. always be cautious of falling into that trap of the expert that somebody else can fix you because we're, no one's broken. We're all whole. There's nothing that needs to be fixed and that's the real gem of healing is healing is about returning to acknowledging our wholeness. It's not about rejecting parts of us or, 
labeling ourselves as broken or needing to be fixed. So it's just a completely different paradigm. Mm. So I think whenever you feel ready, um, that's a gift. And for everybody out there listening who's gone through this process and they have befriended the body and they've experienced this healing and you're listening going, yes, 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 I just want to say, you know, well done and thank you because every person who heals brings more healing to the whole planet and that's that interconnected human experience. Touche. Well, well said. Beautiful so, word. Yeah. So, look, it's just I'm so happy to have you here today, Wendy. Um, I, I love you and what you stand for and everything you do. So thank you for making the time and thank you for being so brave with the public speaking and being recorded on video. You're a natural. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for offering the opportunity. Oh, it was cool. lovely to speak with you. Absolutely. So it's going to be a bye for now, Wendy. Thank you so much. And we'd love to, oh, I'd love to have you back. Okay. Thank you. Bye.